At Qualcomm, we believe in staying connected, and you can see us wherever 5G is helping transform telemedicine, supporting remote education, and powering mobile PCs. The Invention Age is here. Learn more at qualcomm.com slash invention age. Some of you may know I wrote a book that came out in 2002, but I started in 1998. It was called Rich Dad's Prophecy. And in Rich Dad's Prophecy, I said the biggest stock market crash in the history of the world was coming in 2016. And here we are, 2016. So for those of you who are wondering what's going to happen, this is the show, especially for you people out there who haven't got the message yet that you're still saving money and you're going long the stock market, and especially those with a 401k. You'd better pay attention right now, or an IRA, or a Roth IRA, or a Keo, whatever you guys have out there, because the market is possibly, I would say right now, coming down. I mean, when I made that prediction, that was over, what, 18 years ago I was making this, and the book came out in 20, 2002, so that's uh, 14 years. That's a long prediction. But the way I made the prediction was very simply on demographics. You know, I mean, there is a flaw in the 401k law. And when I wrote it in 2002, you know, I didn't think it would be this bad. So I have bad news for you. It's gotten worse since my prediction. If I knew it was going to be this bad, I would have just been screaming and yelling. Anyway. So for those of you who are long the stock market and are saving money, this is your program. And we have a very special guest. These are Rich Dad Advisors. Now, for those of you who your only advisor is selling you mutual funds and uh, ETFs and all that garbage, you'd better pay attention because I don't have people advising me to invest for the long term in the stock market full of stocks, bonds, mutual funds, and ETFs and savings. And that's what makes the Rich Dad Company and this Rich Dad Radio Show different because we don't give you that garbage that Wall Street tells you to buy and and swallow and chew on hook, line, and sinker like a stupid guppy, you know? (laughs) So we have Rich Dad Advisors today, Garrett Sutton. He's a Rich Dad Advisor. on. He's an attorney. And every person must have an attorney if you're for real. But if you're an employee, you don't need an employee. You don't need an attorney. But if you're going to be rich, you're an entrepreneur, you must have an attorney. And he's the author of Start Your Own Corporation, came out in 2012, and the ABCs of Getting Out of Debt. Also, Andy Tanner, he's a rich debt advisor. He's our guy on the stock market. Because of those of you who are worried about the stock market crashing, Andy is your guy because if you're a true investor – you all, every investor knows markets go up and markets come down. So this is really a great time, especially if you're one of those guys that have gone long the stock market. You may need to change your focus. So his website is andytanner.com and Garrett's is sutlaw.com. So this is real advisors, not salespeople. Do you realize most financial advisors are salespeople? No kidding. Yeah, they don't eat unless they sell you something. And they don't care what they sell you as long as you get a, you pay them a commission. 
And that's why so many people are in trouble. So all your financial advisors and all of, all of you out there with a financial advisor, this is your program. Any comments, Kim? Well, yeah, this is what I love because at the at the start of every new year, we bring our advisors in, and these are people that are in the stock market, that have the law practices, that are in real estate, that are really doing what we're talking about, and they give us their predictions for what's going to happen so that you can better prepare yourself for what's coming in the year ahead. So I think one of the best questions— it's more than predictions is how do you prepare for what's coming right, ahead. Right, right. Okay. Prediction is one thing. What you do is another. But I think one of the key questions you brought up, Robert, is who do you take your advice from? You know, I, lo- yeah, I know a lot of people, they might be taking it from the brother-in-law, but if you're taking it from your stockbroker or your money broker, manager, they or, all have a vested interest in you staying in the market or they have a vested interest in you buying property. Yeah, I don't know so, how these financial planners can actually show their business cards. <laughs> I mean, I, I would feel guilty. A lot of advice is bad advice. Now, I don't mean they're bad people. You know, they've just been trained by Wall Street to sell you a bunch of garbage. And Rich Dad, as a company, has always said, this is what the rich teach their kids about money, not the middle class. You know, investing for the long term in the stock market is extremely middle, middle, middle yeah, class. And you're talking about rich, so I'm just reading an article here that says, you know, what are the rich doing? Well, George Soros, the billionaire investor, Warren Buffett, Berkshire Hathaway, Jay, uh, What did Warren John Buffett Paulson, say? They just, they're all getting out of a lot of the market. They're pulling out their position. Well, and that headline. Yeah, yeah. Buffett said he's, he's preparing, predicting an upcoming stock market crash in 2016. And, and did I call that? Did I call that <laughs> 14 years ago. Yeah, 14 years ago. <laughs> He says he's been dumping his, his all of his American stocks that rely on consumer spending. I mean, they they're got their pul- finger on the pulse. So you know, pay attention to what these guys are doing. Well, in Oakland, all well, the container ships. Garrett, 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 why don't you introduce yourself first? So. Okay, yeah, Garrett Sutton. I'm a Rich Dad advisor, and uh, I work with uh, Rich Dad students to protect their assets. Uh, we form corporations and LLCs uh, for Rich Dad students, and I've written six books in the Rich Dad Advisor series. So it's it's a pleasure to be here today, Robert, because there are some key issues in 2016 that we need to talk about right now. Good. And Andy, you're the Rich Dad Advisor, you're the author of 401 Chaos and author of Stock Market Cash Flow. So, uh, Andy, I'm a, I'm a financial planner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, I think you should invest for the long term in a well-diversified <laughs> portfolio of stocks, bonds, and mutual funds and save money. What do you think about that? Worst advice ever. <laughs> But most people are following it, aren't they? Yeah, it's it, that you give up your control, and that's it. Well, that's not, it's bad advice. Yeah. It's, it worked from 1987 to 2000. It stopped working. On our program we just had with Bert Doman, the last program, he says 30% of European banks now charge you money to save money. They're charging you money to save money, and parents are still saying, oh, save money, you know? <laughs> I mean, give me an effing break here. Give me well, a The break. problem is they just don't know what uh, what else to do. They don't. They haven't done their any education. No, They're not they have any been educated by Wall Street. They've been educated by Wall mm-hmm. Street, yep. the, biggest, the, the biggest scum, con artists, and yeah, they so send they out – do you remember, guys remember when they were sending out mortgage brokers? You know, they were mortgage specialists. It was called subprime yeah. mortgage yep. specialists. And Wall Street packaged all those mortgages and put them into a thing called derivatives, CDOs, collateralized debt obligations, MBS, yeah. mortgage-backed securities, and sold them to financial experts throughout the world. I mean, the guys like Norway 
you know, their financial uh, investment team for the Nor- Norwegian government bought tons of that garbage. Yeah. You know, and, and every pension fund bought that garbage. I mean, that's how badly educated our system that's is. That's why we have yeah. the Rich Dad Radio Show. That's what it's about because so, we're giving hey, them other options. So once again, it's Rich Dad's Prophecy came out in 2002. It's official. You can look at 2016. <laughs> I also said there would be a crash prior to 2016, and that came on schedule 2007. So for yeah. those of you who are doubters, this is your program. So we're going to have a little predictions of what's happening in 2016 and all this. So, Garrett, what, what do you have to offer, especially entrepreneurs? Yeah, what do we need to pay attention to? Robert, I think there are two things uh, for entrepreneurs in 2016. The first is cybersecurity. Uh, They did a survey of all the top attorneys, in-house attorneys, and there is great risk out there of another cybersecurity attack like happened to Sony. And of all these – Well, Rich Dad just got attacked. Really? Yeah, we did. Yeah, Yeah, we did. Yeah. And a guy lives in Albania, and we're sending our hit team out to find you. (laughs) (laughs) Not really. Well, within uh, large U.S. corporations, there's this great uh, concern about cybersecurity, and 60% of the attorneys of the top Fortune 5,000 companies say their company is not ready for an attack that Sony got hit with. So there's great concern about that. If Even if you're a small business owner, if you do any work over the Internet, you should consider a cyber liability insurance policy. Mm. What does that mean? What, yeah, what is what's, that? what's a liability? Well, if you have regular normal business insurance, it'll cover a slip and fall, this and that. But a regular business policy does not cover problems associated with a data breach. So if someone goes into your computer system and takes out the confidential information, you can be sued for that. And a cybersecurity policy covers you in that event. Is that what – that's why they have LifeLock? Yeah. Well, personal. Life, LifeLock is personal, personal, but you need this for your business. Right. And so work with your insurance Very agent nice. and – So should you ask your financial planner? Cause they're, they're, <laughs> they're up on all this stuff, man. They're well, up on it. Well, they, they won't sell you insurance policy. They'll sell you mutual fund. <laughs> Everything will be okay. Go ahead with a mutual fund. Yeah, but it's interesting because when, when we got hacked, we, they didn't take any personal information. They just became a big nuisance. They started sending stuff out to yeah. our people. So as a result, though, our team got a lot smarter and now we have, as you're saying, Garrett, we have much better cybersecurity because of it. Yeah, so we, our, were, we were our, fortunate. Our team is really excited. They said that that guy taught us a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so they we caught him early, and they got smarter. He says he they, he schooled us. Yeah, they're still upset with him. He loved right. to live in Albania. But as a result, now but, we're working with a really top top organization that's ha- handling all of our security for us. So Andy. As our expert on the markets and the author of 401 Chaos and Stock Market Cash Flow, what do you, what, what do you have to say for 2016? Uh, prediction? Uh, pain. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> no, it depends, on, it depends on who you are. I don't – Soros is probably excited, isn't he? Yeah, I mean I don't really care whether it goes up or down. You know, and people want me to make my prediction. Well, my prediction is I don't care. The, the people who need to care, it's what Robert said, if they're long and they're just going to hold and hope that it keeps going up, they're in trouble. So they're trouble. if their financial planner is telling them to just sit and hold, what would you say yeah, to you, them? To yes. the, what, what would you suggest they say to their financial planner? You're fired. Well, I want to say this. I pick on financial planners. I pick on anybody out here. Yeah. And they're not bad people. They're just poorly educated. You know, they don't have any – do they have much yeah. financial education? No, they and, don't. And and I'm serious when I say you're fired because, look, there's yeah, things – Yeah, but then gotta, what do, what do they, they do? They do other there's, things. There's, financial planners do other things. There's things you do yourself in life and things you hire out. Well, you let know. me ask you this. 
I would suggest that the whoever's listening buy your book, 401 Chaos, and talk to your financial advisor. And that I, way, you're better educated. You see, if you're not educated, then anything will do. At least you can ask better questions yes. of your financial advisor. Yes. If you don't have what questions to ask, you'll just be taking their advice and taking their advice. What can they learn? Well, they're going to learn about the other side of the coin. There's two sides of every coin. There's the side Wall Street tells you about and the, the supposed advantages for you. Well, we flip it over and say, hey, maybe you ought to think a little bit about what they get out of this right. because there's massive conflicts of interest. So it talks about risk. It talks about alternatives. It Does talks it talk about, about how they're guaranteed to lose money. <laughs> well, they really are. It talks about the fees that yeah. they're going to pull guaranteed, whether it goes up or whether it goes down. And that stuff, you know, a lot of that's hidden, Robert. And I wouldn't do business with someone who's going to hide fees. I'm not going to do business with someone who does things that are covert and clandestine. They're not up front, and so those are some of the things they learn. Once again, it's Robert Kiyosaki the Rich Dad Radio Show. We're talking to Rich Dad Advisors. Garrett Sutton, he's an attorney. His website is Sutlaw, S-U-T-L-A-W dot com. And our guests today are Garrett Sutton, Rich Dad Advisors, Start Your Own Corporation. And the reason we have advisors is because most people's advisors are financial planners, and they're salespeople or stockbrokers or real estate brokers. And also the ABCs of Getting Out of Debt. His website is sutlaw.com. And Andy Tanner, author of 401 Chaos, Stock Market Cash Flow. And his website is andytanner.com. And, of course, my sweetheart, Kim. So we're talking today about 2016. That's number one, why it's bad to the bone. And I'll say it again in Rich Dad's Prophecy, which was officially published in 2012, it predicted the biggest stock market crash. Really, it's about an economic collapse is what I'm predicting. It's, more than, it's worse than a stock market crash. It's much worse than that. So that's why I'm glad you listened to this program. And trust me, you must have advisors who are not salespeople. That's the biggest thing. As my rich dad said, the reason they call real estate brokers or stock brokers is because they're broker than you are. And they need your money to put food on the table. So they'll tell you anything. Anything. They're going to tell you right now, don't worry. The stock market always comes up and always goes up by 7 to 8% per year. Of course, they're lying. Any comments, Kim? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I like this part of the year because we get to bring in all our advisors and do the series of things on what, how to prepare yourself from what they see in their world. So I got a question for Andy. You got Warren Buffett. You got John Paulson, billionaire investor. You got George Soros, billionaire investor. And they're all starting to shed. They're shedding a lot of their U.S. stocks. And they're saying they're predicting a major correction. What, what's your take on that? Well, it's the opposite of what a normal financial planner says. They're going to say buy, hold, never sell, keep it, keep it, keep it. And they'll, and, say, they'll say buy the dips when it goes down, buy some more. Yeah, buy, it's called – the fancy term is dollar cost averaging. Just right, keep right, buy, right. buy, buy, so buy, buy. So do you think – do you agree but, that there's going to be a possible major correction? Yeah, I think it's always possible. And I, I – you know, when people always ask me, what do you think, what do you think? They think it's about prediction. It's not. It's about your ability to react. Right now they're reacting. They're not predicting. They're reacting. No, they're, res- I, they're responding. Yeah, responding. I don't really care whether it goes up or down. I care whether I'm going to be in or out. I care about my position, long or short. Now, and you if, cover that in your book, Stock Market Cash Flow. I do. I do. Good. And it's the idea. Yeah, that's, that's how you guys start. You better put some new information into your head. That's why Andy is our advisor, and his book is called Stock Market Cash Flow, because you'll actually make more money when it comes down, right? Always. goes faster. Goes, yeah. It goes down faster so than it goes up. Don't sit there holding your butt right now going, holy moly. Look, you can make more money if you educate yourself right now. Don't buy the stuff about save money and don't buy the stuff about get out of debt and invest for the long term because that's suicide right now, right? 
Yeah, that's that's my feeling. It's a guaranteed loss right now, almost guaranteed. So, Garrett, what do you want to say? Well, Robert, we're talking about the stock market per- perhaps collapsing, and it's very interesting that now within the law, there are more ways to get into the stock market. Uh, crowdfunding has now become uh, accepted. Uh, it used to be only accredited investors can get in. Now everybody can right. get in. So you're going to have more opportunities to get into the stock market, but you've got to be just as cautious. I think you know p- people have no idea what an accredited investor is. That's the problem. And an accredited investor is what, Garrett? Someone who makes over 200000 a year or 300000 if they're married or has a net worth exclusive of home of a million dollars. And has some degree of education. Correct. And when you hear about these great, you know, these football players who are millionaires one day and homeless the next day, it's because they're classified as accredited because they make so much money. Remember, there was a Mary Lou Retton or something. She was an Olympic star, and she lost all her money because she was classified as an accredited investor. She put them into one of these crowdfunding type of deals because she was rich, and then she lost everything. So every time I hear crowdfunding and all that, I sort of go, oh, my God, here we go again. This is bad. Talk about subprime mortgages. This is subprime investors, and that's what crowdfunding is. Any comments, Andy? Boy, subprime investors. It's interesting that they put the threshold – of at accredited <laughs> at, at investors on money or net worth rather than education. They right. assume that you know <laughs> what you're you doing. Because you have money, you If your dad leaves you, you know, a, a nest egg right. or you inherit a bunch of money, oh, now you're an accredited investor all, over, you know, all of a sudden. Yeah, you although have a you've never invested network. in anything in your life. Yeah, so yep. it's, it's a measurement of what you've inherited or what you have, not what you know. That's the biggest fly I see in it. Yeah. yeah. So, so Gary, let me ask you this too, because you work with a lot of small businesses. We have a lot of small business people that are that are listening. Um, there's a lot of changes happening in that world, and especially around paying employees. So, minimum wage is going up in a lot of places. Robert, you just said New York restaurants are at twenty five dollars an hour. Not just New York; it's Manhattan. Twenty five dollars an hour minimum, plus the restaurants are now tacking on twenty percent automatically for tips, and they think that's going to help their you know, because New York's expensive. Service to go, and that's going to make service go down. You used to have to earn your tip. It used to be about whether you had good service or not. Now it's an entitlement. So, so Garrett, um, what do you see this happening in, with your clientele? Is there a concern that the minimum wage is going up? And now they're talking about um, including regulated overtime for small businesses. I just see them getting hammered. Right, Kim. The the uh, fifteen dollars an hour minimum wage is city by city, state by state. So you have some states that will never put in that kind of minimum wage, and pe- small businesses are going to do well in those areas. We have clients from California that are moving to Nevada because of these exact rules. Now, the overtime rule that you mentioned is federal. It is for every business across the country, you have to pay overtime if your people work more than 40 hours a week. And this has a lot of business owners upset because a lot of their employees don't want to be considered hourly employees. They want to be considered management. Mm -hmm. They want to work overtime to uh, get a project out the door. They want to work as a team. And now, all of a sudden, the business has to pay them overtime for that work. Well, and it's so short-sighted because one of the things I read is that, oh, that's okay. You you can just bring in part-time people. Well, if you're working on a project and you're a business owner, you can't just bring somebody off the street and and get them up to speed on what the business is and what we're working on. And didn't Obamacare jam that one also? If you work so many hours, you have to have Obamacare, and if you don't, you don't have to? Right, 30 hours. So if you you go over 30 hours, you get Obamacare, and if you don't? 
you don't have to, but they're still – it's very complicated. There are penalties associated with, with all of that. So uh, if you – but if you have more than 50 employees, you have to provide the full Obamacare. And so you have businesses that are limiting their growth – to only have 48 or 49 employees yes. so that they don't have to have the 50 and pay the extra uh, health care costs. So it's limiting the growth in our country to have this kind of artificial standard of 50 employees. Once again, Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show. We're talking to Rich Dad Advisors, and I really suggest you have advisors, not salespeople. <laughs> and Garrett Sutton is our legal advisor. Andy Tanner is our advisor on markets because all markets go up and all markets go down. And also, we're talking about the predictions for 2016. You know, I don't think it's going to be good for most people. Now, if you listen to, you read Andy's book, Stock Market Cash Flow, can be a very good time. You'll make more money. So, Kim, also we're talking about employment. What did that guy at the at uh, the gym say about McDonald's? Oh, yeah, this gentleman that works out at my gym, we were talking about his business, and he says, yeah, I've got one big project coming up. And I'm like, what's the project? He says, well, I'm building kiosks for for McDonald's restaurants internationally. And I said, why are you doing that? He said, because McDonald's is very concerned about the increase in minimum wage. And so they, their solution to this is we're going to put in kiosks so the c- people don't have to talk to a person. They just plug in what they want. It becomes automated. And they are probably – they are gearing up to, to fire thousands upon thousands of employees. It's called RoboBurger. And it's Robo-Burger. happening more and more. It's happening more <laughs> and more. People are just – I mean they, that's what I don't understand. They talk about job – the employment job rate. Creation. Yeah, yeah. It's, and they're, everything they're doing seems to be opposite of that. And yeah, people are getting w- fired right and left. Don't worry. Unemployment's only at 5%. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who believes who <laughs> yeah. believes that BS? I mean, if you you know if you were listening to Bert Doman, if you fog a mirror and you mow a lawn, you're employed. You know what I mean? You're fully employed. You worked one day, and if you work two days, you're now twice as employed. So our whole government, you know, my Richard often said to me, says the most dangerous words are, "Hi, I'm from the government. I'm here to help you." <laughs> and, you know, I mean, the government provides many, many important functions. The problem is they're over their heads right now. They're trying to control something they don't know anything yep. about. And that includes the Federal Reserve Bank. You know, I mean, hopefully, you know, these guys will get it straight. But how in so. the world can we hire a mathma- mathematician named Ben Bernanke who knows nothing about running a business? He's an employee. He knows nothing. And he's dictating the world economy based upon interest rates and money supply. The guy has not a clue. And look at Greenspan. You know, he used to be, we call it Greenspan 101.0, which meant he was hard money. But as soon as Reagan appoints him to be uh, Treasury Secretary, he shifts over and becomes Mr. Fluffy Money. You know, I mean, Greenspan 2.0, which means he believes in printing money. So why do we have problems today? Because we have academics giving advice yeah. yep. right. to business people. Yep. And when you understand that it's academic, that's like my poor dad trying to tell my rich dad how to run his business. Yep. That's how ridiculous this economy is. And I'm not Republican or Democrat, but you look at who the candidates are. Oh, my God. You know, what? they're, they're card-carrying communists, some of them. You know what I mean? I mean, even Bernie, Bernie Sanders is at least honest enough to admit he's a socialist. And with that, oh, they're all excited when we have a socialist for president. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. What has happened to this country? And our guests today are Rich Dad Advisors. Now, for those of you who are just tuning in, like you're new guys, um, the reason we have Rich Dad Advisors is most people have financial advisors. 
and financial advisors are salespeople. They're called stockbrokers, financial planners, insurance brokers, and real estate brokers. And their job is to sell you something, not educate you. So the one thing I learned from my rich dad was you wanted advisors who did not have any vested interest in what you put your money into but to advise me. And like my poor dad was a poor man because he was a Ph.D., which stands for poor, helpless, desperate. Because when you go to school, you know, you're taught that you have to know all the answers. And rich dad knew he didn't know all the answers. That's why he had advisors. So the reason we have Rich Dad Advisors, each one has a book. They're all excellent teachers. And when we go on the road, they they all talk about a different facet of the world of business, money, and things like that. So that's why we have advisors. And so anything you want to say about our advisors, Kim, and how much money they've made us, but how much money they've prevented us from losing. They make us a lot of money. They've prevented us from losing money. But our advisors, we have, you know, Andy with Stocks, Garrett on asset protection. We'll talk a little bit about that in a second. We have real estate investor, Ken McElroy. We have tax expert, Tom Wheelwright, social capitalists, people that um, Josh and Lisa Lannon who have built incredible – social businesses. So these are people that are in the trenches doing this every single day. There are eyes and ears and nose to what's going on in the world, and we could. there's no way we could do this by ourselves. So that's why we have a team of advisors. So, Garrett, tell us, what, what do you do? Uh, how do you protect Kim and I? How is your advice valuable to Kim and I? Well, we live in a very litigious society. We have all sorts of people out there that would love to get at your assets, Robert. And they try every single day. You think cybersecurity is tough. Try lawsuit security. Right. And so we need to have the proper mix of corporations and limited liabilities set up to protect all of your assets. And with a crash coming in 2016, surprisingly, that's when litigation goes up. People tend to sue more often when there is a crash. How much does it cost to have a corporation? Well, we charge a flat fee, if you mention Rich Dad, of $595. So if somebody wants to start a business That's today, the first— That's cheaper than insurance. Yeah, it's a yeah. lot cheaper than insurance. But if somebody wants to start a business today, they need to, number one, get incorporated, correct? Correct. Or set up an LLC. We, we offer the same price for both Because a lot of people entities. do sole proprietorships, and that sets them up for all sorts of legal problems. No asset protection <laughs> no. with a sole proprietor or a general partnership. So once again, the website is Corporate Direct. And Sutt Law, but and Corporate so. Direct is the main one. And yes. your book okay. is— Start your own corporation. There you go. So, so let me just ask real quick. Start your own corporation today. We're going into 2016. What's happening with businesses? Because there's a lot of le- legislation coming down that's hurting small business. What are you seeing out there? Well, as we mentioned, I'm seeing the overtime rules. They're really starting to crack down on the uh, medical. You've got a, you have a huge penalty if you don't pay for medical insurance for your people. Uh, what is happening with business, Kim, is we're seeing less and less business formation. It's very sad. Fewer entrepreneurs entrepreneurs are out there, and they they Mm -hmm. attribute it to a number of factors. One is kids get out of college with huge student debts. They Mm. can't afford to start a business. Well, they don't know anything anyway. Well, you know, entrepreneurship is starting to be taught at various schools. Yeah, but, by, by, by employees. By give, me <laughs> give me a break. Give me a break, Garrett. Well, I always look at the hopeful side, Robert. Uh, <laughs> why, don't, why don't you have me come and t- teach you about childbirth? You know, I mean, I don't know anything about right, that. So, what, so that's one factor. What are the other factors? The other factors is, as we mentioned, uh, they are opening up the ability to raise money uh, with the crowdfunding. You have to be very cautious, though. Yeah. Uh, these offerings sound great. 
Uh, but you have to do your own due diligence. You have to really understand what you're getting into because if you're going like to take Robert somebody's said, money, you got to be really super exactly. responsible for that. These people who are getting you into a crowdfunding deal again are salespeople. Yep. Right. They're getting a commission for putting you into that deal. It's also called a Ponzi scheme. You know, the, it's not the done fir- well. Yep. The first guys in get the money, and the last guys in get you know what. So, I mean, nothing's really changed except crowdfunding has made it very, very easy for idiots to get into the game. Correct. That's what it, before there was some benchmarks or hurdles to get into it. Now everybody's into it. Yeah. Well, before you had to have a pre-existing relationship with the person you were selling. Now you can go on the internet to these crowdfunding sites and there's no requirement of knowledge at all. Right. So you have to be very careful. So the reason Garrett's our uh, advisor, Rich Dad advisor on the law is none of us are law legal people here. And you've got to have a legal person, a, a trained attorney to protect you from lawsuits, but also before you get sued. Isn't that true? Absolutely. You want to get set up right at the start because if you operate as a sole proprietor and get sued, you can't later set up a corporation or LLC to be protected. You've already been sued as an individual. That's like crashing a car and then putting on your (laughs) seatbelt. That's what people do, unfortunately. Right. And Andy, what what does Rich Dad Advisor Andy Tanner do and why are you concerned and what do you speak and why do you do this? Well, the first thing that I worry about is people that hold on, that are taught to hold on to their money or hold on to their stocks. Buy, hold, hold and stocks. pray. Buy, hold and Invest pray. for the long term. So the first well thing. Well-diversified portfolio. <laughs> buy, hope, well. and pray. Yeah. So the first thing we do is give people the opportunity to learn about how money's made on the downside. We, you mentioned George Soros makes money on the downside. Uh, Goldman Sachs, you'll and see. And Buffett doesn't, you know. Yeah, well, you'll see. He got hammered in 2007. Big time. Yeah. Big time. Soros made money. Buffett got hammered. And Buffett is the little grandfather who got hammered. I think that's kind of funny, personally. Yeah, I mean, it's well, it was a good lesson for him because he's getting out now. You yeah. know, you, you, it used to be buy and hold it until you die, and it just doesn't work that way. So the first thing we do is we help people understand what does the other side look like? What does it look like to take a position of protection? Garrett mentioned insurance. You guys in real estate have insurance. People with 401ks aren't insured against against something bad that They're would happen. They're not insured. Yeah, no. I mean, if your house burns down, you can't pound a for sale sign and say, hey, fire sale, hurry up, it's going fast. <laughs> you got to have some insurance. And and so that's what a Buffett and a Soros will – and a Cuban, uh, Mark Cuban's huge on this. So you teach people trading stocks with insurance. Yeah, yeah. In a, in essence, that's what we do. And so uh, – Actually, people you're an insurance control. salesman. They call it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. I mean, once you want to start to understand the game, you'll understand why buy, hold, and pray is the most stupid thing you can do in 2016. No control, too risky. Yeah. So that's what that's what rich dads about. Remember, it's what the rich teach their kids about money that the poor and middle class do not. I do not teach people to get out of debt. You know, be debt free. Why would you be debt free when debt is down at two and a half percent, and they're putting and you got you got nothing for your money in savings? Oh, save money. Charge you for savings? Yeah. Why? How stupid are savers right now? Yeah, I, I tell people this. I say, look, if I told you a stock was going down, would you hold on to it? No, no, I wouldn't. Okay, do you believe the dollar is losing value? Yes, I do. Then why would you hold on to something that's losing value so in the long term? So where would you say, let's say I'm new to this, I've just started, I, I have some savings, what else can I do? Where do I put that money? Well, I th- you know, it's yeah. going to depend on that person. What are they smart with? What, no, they, you know, I don't like giving advice. That's a study first, Kim. I mean, give me a I'm break. I'm asking. That's the question. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I think what a person does is, first of all, find what you're interested in, what you get out, whether it's real estate, whether it's business, whether it's stocks and paper assets or commodities, and then begin to learn what that is. Because it's hard for me to say, well, buy this, buy this, because everything changes. It's a moving market. If I say, well, go buy Apple and Apple goes down, it changes. So it's, it's not about what I buy. It's what a, about what I learn and what decisions I can make. You know, Robert meant we're going to respond to things. When things change, I have to change. So the other thing we, we talk about, you know, people who are saving money are getting hammered. People who are investing for the long term are getting hammered. And all these kids are going to school, coming off loaded with, uh, what do you call that, student, student loan, loan debt, loan debt. which is now $1.3 trillion. And they don't want anything to understand why they're giving out student loan debt. You know why they give out student loan debt? It's because they collect fees on that. The same way the finance, that same as mutual funds make money on fees. They don't make money if the stock market goes up. They collect money from fees. And the moment you understand how the rich play the game, then you can choose who you want to listen to. So the Rich Dad radio program, we don't sell mutual funds. We don't sell real estate. We don't sell tax advice necessarily. We tell, tell people you've got to invest first in your education. That's yes. what we stand for. So, you know, with unemployment going up, with everything, I think we're going to go down. What do you think, Andy? Yeah, I think we're, we're due. Whether it's in 2016 or 17, it's going to happen. I'm not, as, I, I'm not as good or do I care about when. But I look at the height of the stock market. I look at how expensive it is. But what do you think about my prediction for 2016? Oh, man. Well, it's demographics, like you said. Yeah. The, the baby but, boomers. But, but that's why you wrote 401k yeah, also. 401... It's demographics. It has to go down. One of the chapters in 401k is about your prophecy. Yeah. And what it says is this. As we age, demographic, as we age, we're forced to withdraw. It's called it's called you, a distribution. You mean I have to get older? <laughs> That's what demographics means. It's, until they until they pass a law that says you won't get older, you know, and all yeah. these things, you're going to get older, and you're going to be required. And the key word there, feel that cutting edge of the word required. It's not an option. We're going to take mandatory distributions. You got to sell that. Well, if you got 79 million people selling. Who's going to buy all that what you're, stuff? What you're saying here is in 2016, the first baby boomers required That's right. to sell. That's where 2016 comes from. It's yeah. not arbitrary. It's, it's part law, of demographic. Right, Garrett? That's right. You have to sell those securities. Look, so the first of 79 or 75, you know, depending on how you count yeah. it, have to start selling. The baby boomers must start selling right now. So how can the stock market go up when the biggest bulk of stock market holders are starting to sell in 2016? That's what I based Rich Dad's prophecy on was the law. What do you have to say, Garrett? I think you're right, Robert. I think there is a big issue with 2016, as exactly as you've mentioned. We also have to understand big demographics. China just got rid of its uh, one-child policy. That, that demographic is going to hurt them into the future. It's already hurt them. Yeah. I mean, even in Japan right now, there's a shortage of people by they, 2020, something right. like that. They have the same problem we do. Everybody, every, everything is changing right now. So if you're investing for the long term, you're saving money, and you're going to school to get a job, that is as obsolete as you can possibly get. So I cover that in my latest book, Second Chance. You can look at the graphs. You can look at the charts. Wow. You don't have to be an expert. I just look at the pictures, you know. This baby is coming down one way or the other. The question is, what are you going to do about it? Is it going to be the best of times or the worst of times for you? So, Garrett, final final words? Get yourself protected. Look at your insurance for your uh, cyber activities. Look at your corporations and LLCs. You need to protect everything you can. And, again, it's, it's, it's the cheapest insurance you can buy is right. from, and, and, from and, Corporate Direct. That's it, you know. Garrett, what, hap- what would have happened if Kim and I did not have your services? 
Well, someone could have held you personally responsible. Yeah, and but we would have lost. You everything. would have lost everything. Yeah, we. You know, when Kim and I had no money, we talked to Garrett. He says, you better do it now before you get rich. That is the issue here. And if it hadn't been for Garrett, we got sued, what, twice now? Right. And by partners. And that's, that's right. what happens. You think your friends are your friends? When, when they are desperate for money, even though I was not responsible for their losses, they still sue you. Because they're looking for the deep pockets. Is that correct? That's right. It comes out of the blue. You will never expect where it comes from. You just know that you have to be protected. So, Andy, you should never have sued me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Why did you oh, do that's, that? That's how bad it was. It was, right. it was like Andy but suing us. Again. Yeah. We've been friends for all these Unbelievable. years. Unbelievable. Yeah. And so that's why, please, get Garrett's book, start your own corporation. Yeah. Get educated so at least you, have, you can make a better decision on your own before you talk to Garrett. Final words, Andy. Uh, get educated. That's always the bottom line. There's there's things other people should do. There's things you should do yourself. Well, Learning that means don't listen to salespeople. Yeah. Invest for the long term on well-diversified portfolios, stocks, bonds, mutual funds. Go to school and save money. Get out of debt. That is the worst advice today. Our advisor is Garrett Sutton, which is advisor of, and author of Start Your Own Corporation. His website is Corporate Direct. He's great to stay stay on. And Andy Tanner, rich advisor, author of 401 Chaos. For all of you losers out there with a 401k, get that book. And stock market cash flow for all you winners who want to make, make how to know make money when the market crashes. Get that book. So they've agreed to stay on his website is andytanner.com. And like this, good news and bad news. So once again, you can submit your questions to richdadradio.com. Ask Robert. So we have some questions today. Melissa, what's the first question? Our first question today comes from Frank in Paris, France. He says, you always say that we should not invest for the long term. However, the greatest investor in America, and by the way, in the world, Warren Buffett, advises to buy good stocks at a reasonable price and keep them for 10 years or longer. What are your thoughts on that? Well, you better revise your find out about Mr. Buffett because he took his he got his butt handed to him in 2007 going long. And, and Mr. Buffett's a sweet old kindly gentleman, but he's not really your mutual fund type of guy. He's a very wise investor, but he went long and got caught. So he got hammered. Guys like George Soros made money who goes short. He's a, he's a trader. Buffett is an investor. There's very big differences, and that's part of your education here. So Mr. Buffett, according to Kim here, his article, he's calling for a crash in 2016. Yeah. So even Buffett has updated his dogma, his BS, okay? Yeah, and, and you really got to watch what these people are doing, not so much what they said years ago, but what are they doing today? So today, Warren Buffett's holding company, Berkshire Hathaway, has been dumping its its shares in American stocks, primarily those that rely on consumer spending. So he's dumping. He's not holding for the long term. He's paying attention to what's happening. So, yeah, Andy, I, what? I, you know, I appreciate where the question comes from because that's a – Old advice. It's a stigma. It's a yeah. stereotype. The reality is, is is Warren Buffett has incredibly complex – I mean, the SEC gets mad at Berkshire Hathaway because they can't even read their quarterly statements. They're, they're very complex. Warren Buffett makes billions of dollars a year selling derivatives every year. You're not doing derivatives that in the 4K. Being- the thing I would say is this. If that were true, if it were true that Buffett buys a, a value stock and holds it for 10 years, then everyone in the 401K would be rich, wouldn't they? If you were following that advice – then you would be rich. People following that advice are not getting rich. And I think with all due respect to the question, 
Warren Buffett is extremely complex in what he but does. But he, he still got hammered in 2007. Yeah, he did. He did. But he's also because buying he companies. Long. He's also yeah. buying real estate. He's also buying railroads. He's also buying— And he also said the key word in there, he buys stock at a good price. And the market's completely 100% manipulated. You think Buffett's going to hold long on that? So that's what Rich Dad Radio Program's about. That's why we have Andy and Garrett here. You've really got to get educated, and that's why we have our program, to give you another point of view. The, lo- the biggest losers out there are going to be those 401k guys, right, Andy? Yeah, that's exactly They're right. going to get hammered. It's all the baby boomers who bought, who drank the Kool-Aid of invest for the long term and are saving money. Why would you save money when interest rates are at negative rates? That's nuts. So, Andy, what Frank is asking is really should you invest for the long term today? No, because you don't know what the future is going to hold. If Look, we're always going to have a plan B. That just makes sense. In real estate, if your house burns down, you have insurance. If something happens to your corporation, you have your legal structure. You, to expose that much wealth to, to a downward turn in the market, which you can't control, makes no sense. So, yeah, I'll hold as long as it's going up. But when it changes, and when I see those changes, I'm going to adjust. Look, it's like saying I'm going to stay on the Titanic no matter what. And if the thing goes down, I'm getting on a lifeboat. I'm not going to stand and cling to the rail while they play the violin and everyone goes <laughs> down. Okay, I'm going to get out on a lifeboat. Would you get on a cruise ship that had no lifeboats, yes or no? It's that simple. I would not get in a stock and commit to it for 10 years if the, if, if the stock has problems. I'm going to have an exit strategy. But it's not even the stock. This is a structural reformation of the world right now. That's why the euro is so weak. Yeah. And I sit there listening to Janet Yellen saying she's going to increase interest rates. And people are saying, well, let's raise wages. Those are all bad signs for the economy. That's what Kim was talking about. McDonald's is going to build kiosks with robots in it. You know, so much for $15 an hour. Yeah. Next question, Melissa. Our next question comes from Bob in Nashville, Tennessee. Favorite book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. He says, when holding real estate, why not have an umbrella insurance policy or maintaining a line of credit against the property instead of filing state tax returns for LLCs? Uh, that's a very complex question. McGarry, why don't you take that? Why don't you just have an insurance policy? Why don't you just have an insurance policy? Well, there's a whole area of law called bad faith litigation, and that's where you have to sue the insurance company for bad faith in not uh, providing monies under your policy. People have to sue insurance companies to get their uh, uh, payments made. So So you can't trust an insurance company. So what you're saying is I'm paying money to my insurance company. They're making me all these promises. And so when something bad happens, I say, keep your promise. They say, well, there's this technicality over here. No, they'll tie you up. Right, Right? but they'll use a technicality, like you're saying, Andy, to not – so you cannot rely on an insurance company. I'll collect the premium, but I won't deliver on my promise. But it's also a really good the po- point here is this. They're going to come after you. What Garrett taught Kim and I years ago when we had nothing, he always said someday you'll lose everything because if you have money, especially today, they will find a way to come at you, and the insurance companies are not on your side. If you understand that, you can be proactive and protect yourself. Correct, Garrett? Absolutely, Robert. And and isn't, though, part of that question coming from the point of view, because we've been sued on some of our properties, and they go, oh, well, just talk to the insurance company. Just go to your insurance company, and they'll handle it. So there are always this mindset that you can sue, and the insurance company is just going to pay pay you for it. Right. And well, they, some do. <laughs> some do, well, some, some do, don't. But, but yeah. you need that second line of defense, yeah. it's not which are entities, and that is just another form of insurance. Entities are LLCs. LLCs and corporations are a second line of insurance. The point here is this. You've got to get educated. Kim and I are not attorneys. Garrett is. So if you 
are an individual, then you need, you need to have an attorney who has gone to law school, who's not just practicing on the side, you know what I mean, and is in it every single day. So that's why Rich Dad has Rich Dad Advisors and their books. Another thing, you know, Garrett, so stupid people are just makes me nuts. You know, the camp, presidential campaigns are on. They talk about Trump going bankrupt. Did he go bankrupt or did he go corporate bankrupt? Well, he had a strategic bankruptcy with his business. He did not go personally bankrupt. Right. So there's a difference between corporate bankruptcy and personal bankruptcy. Absolutely. And the average person goes personal. Personal. And when you go personal, what happens to your life? Well, it be it, it you hand it over to the trustee. I mean, no, but, but what you're screwed for so many years. Oh, right? you're screwed for seven, seven years. years. Yeah, and Trump is flying high. The average person, what financial education is, you have to know personal from corporate. And Kim and I have, we've had to sink one because of a lawsuit, but it was a corporate bankruptcy, not a personal bankruptcy. And when I explain that to most of these minion head, you know, people out there, they're going, well, you have a bankruptcy. I said, yeah, it was a business. If you're an entrepreneur, you're probably going to lose one or two companies in your lifetime. That's why you go person. That's why you go corporate, right? Plenty of companies have gone bankrupt. Macy's went bankrupt eight years ago. They're back in business. It's it's not a it's a it's a strategic it's, tool. That's a, you're, that's what it, that's the difference. Is yeah. it's a strategy. It's, it's a, a tool. strategy. But most people look. If you're going to the hospital today, fifty percent of everybody who hits the ER goes personally bankrupt. Wow. Fifty percent. Like you've got hit by a car. You're riding your little bicycle and eating your granola, and getting your cardio up. And some car whacks you, and you wind up in the in the emergency room. Fifty percent will declare personal bankruptcy. What does personal bankruptcy mean? That means you as an individual do not have enough money coming in to pay all of the claims against you. And personal bankruptcy is a second start. It's a fresh start. You're able to get rid of these claims against you and move forward. But we isn't, don't it have a mark on, isn't it a mark on your record? It is a mark on your record. But given in the last crash of 2008, all sorts of people went bankrupt. I know, but it's different between personal and corporate, right? Right. Now. Right. And and you're generally talking about corporate bankruptcy. I am. No one holds Macy's uh, to uh, any lesser standard because they went bankrupt. It's a strategy that most business people understand. Look, if you're an idiot out there and you think you know all the answers and you listen to a financial advisor, planner, you're really, really silly. Because if you have any money in that account, what's going to happen? They're going to take it from you yeah. one you, way or the other. Yep. You have no protection. And that's why people are effing stupid. I mean, I just can't believe they don't know the difference between corporate bankruptcy and personal bankruptcy. Now, Fiorina, she doesn't have, she doesn't get sued because she's a CEO. She's an employee. She got a $21 million parachute for firing 35,000 people. You see, those 35,000 people should sue her. But no, the corporations pay her a bonus for firing 35,000 people. So that's why the Rich Dad Radio program is here. That's why I have Andy and Garrett on this program and appreciate your questions. But ladies and gentlemen, if you're stupid in 2016, you're probably going to lose a lot because you're going to miss opportunities, number one. But you'll be operating on stupid old advice of go to school, get a job, work hard, save money, get out of debt, and invest for the long term in a well-diversified portfolio of stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. 